We need revival. We need an awakening. But we cannot simply expect the Holy Spirit to come down and clean up all the mess we've made. We have clear direction from the Word of God with regard to what He has done through Christ. How He expects us to live. How He expects us to order His church. Start It Right, brought to you by ThisIsSalvation.com. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode. And today, I want to talk about the topic of secret sin. And I hope it's uncomfortable. And the reason why I say I hope it's uncomfortable is because I want you to truly examine yourself and to put yourself under the magnifying glass and to see where in my life am I living in secret sin. And right off the bat, you just probably thought of something. Most people can think about something that is secret sin in their lives, something they do behind closed doors. And I'm here to read scripture to you and to warn you about the dangers of continuing in that secret sin. So I'm going to read from Romans 2, and I'm going to be taking some verses here and there from there. I'm not going to read everything because it's long, but I'm just going to take the main key facts that I think are most important and I get the point across. So we're going to start in Romans 2 verses 1. You may think that you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourself. For you who judge others do the very same things. And we know that God in his justice will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same things? Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see his kindness is intended to turn you away from your sin? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. And then it continues to say, He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But He will pour out His anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. And now jumping to verse 13, For merely listening to the law doesn't make us right with God. It is obeying the law that makes us right in His sight. And then finally jumping to verse 16, And this is the message I proclaim, that the day is coming when... God, through Christ Jesus, will judge everyone's secret life. And just as I'm recording this, you know, I was just going to go all out on the talking about the consequence of disobeying God and the consequence of living in sin. But you know what? I have about 22 episodes that you can go listen to that talk about not following God and the consequence and all that stuff. But I felt God just prompt me to not talk about that, but rather encourage you to get out of that secret sin in your life. And I don't know what your secret sin is. And right off the bat, a lot of people, oh, it's pornography. Secret sin is pornography. Yeah, that's one of them. But secret sin goes all across the board. It's stuff you do behind closed doors that you don't want your Christian people at church to know that you're doing, whether it's just being dishonest at work being dishonest with your taxes, being dishonest here, being dishonest there, stealing something, lusting after someone. Yeah, watching porn too. The, the, the list doesn't end, but you know you're in it and it starts with a little flirt 
It starts with a, a little gradual thing. I, 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 you flirt with it here, and then all of a sudden you're, you're doing it once a week, then you're twice a week, and then you find yourself, you know, you're constantly in this sin, and you're not telling anyone about it, and you're not wanting to get out of it either. You don't really care about the consequence right now. You're just trying to satisfy yourself in whatever way it is. And I'm not just talking about porn. So get that out of your head. But I'm talking about it also and everything else. And the reason why I want to encourage you to get out of the secret sin, because number one, it's disobedient to God. When you call yourself a Christian and you're living in secret sin, you're going right against the word of God. You're slapping Christ in the face saying, I know what sin is. I know what you did for me. I accept it, but I'm going to do it anyways. And I tell you guys, if that's the way you're living, you're abusing grace. And even more, you're in danger of hell. Because who knows what the condition of your heart is right now. But I'll tell you what your heart should be poised and screaming out in all excitement is that Jesus Christ died for my sins and I am free from my sins. He has paid the price. And when we know that and when we, and when we accept that, our first response should be, I don't want to sin anymore. I don't want to give in to these temptations anymore. I don't want to live that life anymore. These things that are entangling me, I want them to be untangled and away from me because I value the gift of God and I know what God's word says and I want to live for him. I want God to use me. I want God to include me in his plans. I want God to look down on me and say, I am proud of that man or woman because his heart is after mine. But I tell you, when you're living in secret sin, you're doing the complete opposite. You're hurting the heart of God. So I'm asking you again to take a look at your life and it isn't hard. And just as we've been talking about this, you know there's something in your head. And I'm talking about the thing that you do behind closed doors when no one's looking and no one's ever going to know. I'm talking about that thing, that disobedient act to God, whatever it may be. And I'm telling you to cut it out. I'm telling you to get rid of it because it's not going to benefit you. It's going to put you in danger. It's going to mess up your life. And, you know, the only way to get out of that is the same thing I've been saying over and over and over. Open your word and start praying. It isn't going to be easy. That's why the narrow path is narrow and difficult. And it says, few will find it. That's the whole purpose of Christianity. It's, that's our role, is to deny ourselves and pick up the cross. So if you're in secret sin, deny yourself of that secret sin, whatever it is. Pick up your cross, open your Bible, start to pray and ask God to cut this out of your life because he will, when you ask with a genuine heart, Ask for wisdom, make the necessary changes, put in the effort and rely on the Holy Spirit to restore your heart to what it used to be when God first called you. I don't want to say anything more because I know the Holy Spirit will convict hearts as you read the text that I wrote earlier in Romans 2. Go read it for yourself. It's all self-explanatory. It's all cut 
front, dry, nothing to be, there's nothing up for interpretation. God is pretty clear when he, what he said through this book. And just think about it. You don't have to live in this secret sin anymore. And you shouldn't want to live in this secret sin anymore. Anyways, you just heard it. Go tell someone else. We'll talk to you guys in a few days.